Have you ever wished you'd told someone something? No, wish someone had told you something, but they didn't, and you look like an idiot. Okay, so I'm talking about who's had their fly undone and no one's told them. Yeah, you look so stupid, and you're just going to go, uh, and you're going to do that. No, it's not, because I checked beforehand. <laughs> Unlucky. Okay, has anyone ever had food in their teeth? And no one ever tells them, and you just got like a chicken wing hanging out of your teeth? Hamlin, looking at you, wherever you are. Yeah. Or have you guys seen those people that go on like Australian Idol and go there and they're like, my friends tell me I'm a really good singer. And they get there and they go, can you feel the love tonight? They just sound terrible, terrible, terrible. And like their friends, they were just too scared to tell them because they didn't want to hurt their feelings. And they let their friend look like an idiot and they just regret not telling him. Okay, have you guys all seen that? Yeah, it's devastating, but really funny. Um, anyway, tonight I'm going to tell you guys something that you should all tell your friends so that you don't regret not telling them later. Okay, so we're going to get into this part of Luke. So if you've got your Bibles, crack them open and keep them open at Luke 10. And if you don't, you better get comfy and snuggly with someone that does because you're going to need to see the Bible. Okay, so let's look at this part of Luke and let's see what God's got to say. Yeah, you don't have to get too snuggly. That was a bit crazy. Anyway, Luke chapter 10, verse 1. Awesome. Chapter, verse 1. After this, stop. After what? Okay, we need to work out what's going on. What came before this bit? Why is he saying after this? Okay, if you look back in your Bible, you'll see it's the part that we looked at last week. If you remember that, so if you look at 9 verse 51, you'll see it says, at the time of, As the time approached for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem. Okay, so Jesus sets out for Jerusalem. Can anyone tell me why Jesus went to Jerusalem? Bingo. Jesus is heading to Jerusalem to die. That's where he gets hung on the cross. Okay, so he's like, I'm going to Jerusalem. And we saw last week that Jesus wants us to live with him as king. And Jesus says, follow me. And they're like, oh, what about this? And he's like, okay, I don't care. Follow me. Okay, whatever it takes. Don't worry about anything else. Follow me. And then we come to this part. After this. Verse 1. Have a look. After this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two ahead of him to every town and place. Okay, here Jesus is sending out a bunch of people, 72 people he gets, and just goes, bam, bam, go to different towns, go to different places, and he tells them what they've got to do there. So he's like, go over there, this is what you've got to do. Look at verse 5. It says, when you enter a house, first say, peace to this house. So he's like, 72, go to a house, peace to this house, say that. Um, if a man of peace is there, your peace will rest on him. If not, it'll return to you. Stay in that house, stay there, eat and drink, whatever they give you, for the worker deserves his wages. Don't move around from house to house. Um, Verse 8, when you enter a town and are welcomed, eat what is set before you. Heal the sick who are there and tell them the kingdom of God is near you. Okay? Jesus sends people all over the place. Stay at this house. Eat what they give you. Stay there. Heal people. Preach to people. Tell them the kingdom of God is near. Jesus sends them all over the place, healing and preaching. Okay? Why? Why is Jesus doing this? Okay, this is the first thing I want you to, want you to see. Why is Jesus sending people all over the place doing this stuff? Because... Everyone needs Jesus, but not everyone hears about him. Okay? Everyone needs Jesus, but not everyone hears about him. Look at verse 2. This is what Jesus says. 
He told them, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Okay? Jesus sends all these people out and says, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Now, at first glance, Jesus just looks like a whack job just talking about farm stuff. And everyone's like, what are you talking about a farm? We're not at a farm. Okay? But he's got a point. Okay? He always sounds heaps random, but he always got a point. Okay? So imagine if you had a farm. Okay? And you were growing heaps of crops, like heaps of plants to eat, if you don't know what crops are. Okay? Like wheat or something, or whatever farmers grow, I don't know. But crops. Big harvest. Okay? Huge, huge harvest. And you, now picture, I don't know, picture something really big. And then imagine it's all a harvest. That's pretty big, all right? <laughs> anyway, and imagine that you, your dad, one of your mates, has to go around to all those little crops, pick them all up, and take them home. That would take forever. You'd never finish that, okay? You would never finish. By the time you finish one bit, the other ones are probably getting dead or eaten or something, okay? You'd never finish. You've got a massive harvest, but not enough people working on it, okay? Big harvest, not enough workers, now, this is what Jesus is saying. Because Jesus says, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. And Jesus isn't talking about a farm. Okay? This is what Jesus is saying. He's saying, there's heaps of people who need to hear about Jesus. They're the harvest. Ah, harvest. People who need to hear about Jesus. Big harvest. Heaps of people that need to hear about Jesus. The workers are the people telling them about Jesus. Okay? People telling them about Jesus. Big harvest, not many workers. Heaps of people that need to hear about Jesus, not many people telling them about Jesus. Harvest is plentiful, workers are few. Let me give you an example. Imagine everyone had cancer. Like, everyone had cancer, all right? Everyone's got cancer, but the doctors find a cure. They're just like, this is awesome, just, and you're set, okay? It's awesome, okay? Now, doctors get a cure. Everyone's got cancer, but only two doctors decide they're going to go give people the needle so they can get healed. Heaps of people have got cancer, not enough people given the injection. Not everyone's going to get healed. They can't get around to everyone. Okay? That's just like this. Heaps of people need to hear about Jesus, not enough people telling them. Big harvest, not enough workers. That's why Jesus sends out the 72 disciples to go and tell these people. Okay? They're the workers. Okay? Now, because Jesus sends out 72 to every town and place, that's exactly what we're going to do, okay? So I'm going to pick 72 of you, and I'm going to pay you up, and we're going to go hit the streets, and we're going to go, peace be with you, to a random house. We're going to go try and heal people, and we're going to go and do this. So let's start pairing up, okay? Bam, and bam, you guys are going to one house. Bam, 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 bam. Okay, stop. Okay, look. Jesus isn't talking directly to us in this, okay? This is Luke writing down what Jesus did. Okay? This isn't a command specifically to us. So why should we even care? He's not talking to us. Well, there's things in here that are similar to us. Okay? Right now, the harvest is still plentiful. There's still heaps of people that need to hear about Jesus. You guys all know people that need to hear about Jesus. The harvest is all around us. On the central coast, there's about around about 40,000 youth-aged kids, your age, maybe to year 12, about that many, 40,000-ish. About one or 2,000 of them know about Jesus and on Judgment Day will be saved, which means about 38 to 39,000 youth-aged kids don't know Jesus. That's a lot. We've got a huge harvest 
Okay? So we've got to work the fields. We've got to tell people about Jesus. Let's look at what else Jesus says to these 72. He tells them, go to each house, and you know, they're healing and preaching. What are they preaching? Okay? This is the thing Jesus tells them to tell everyone. He goes through this big effort of 72, pairing them off, sending them around, blah, 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 for what? what? What are they telling everyone? This is what they're doing. All this effort to tell them that the chance to be in God's kingdom is here. The chance to be in God's kingdom is here. Look at verse 9. See if you can share a Bible with someone. 10 verse 9. Jesus says, Heal the sick who are there and tell them the kingdom of God is near you. Kingdom of God is near you. Now that sounds pretty hectic. If I came up to you and said, The kingdom of God is near you, you'd be like, Whoa, I don't know what you're talking about, but that sounds crazy. Okay? It just sounds nuts. So what does Jesus mean when he says the kingdom of God is near? He's saying that the chance to be in God's kingdom is here. It's right now. Now is the time. Now is the chance that you can belong to heaven. Okay? Now some years ago, I don't know what's going on, just like, slow down. Okay? Let me explain. One day, God will judge everyone. And everyone will either go to God's kingdom or to hell. And people only get to God's kingdom by hearing about Jesus and making Jesus their king. It's the only way. So that's why Jesus sent people out to tell everyone about Jesus. So they can all make it into God's kingdom. So it's like if you knew there was an awesome theme park opening. okay? If you're like, oh, I just heard of this new theme park. Like the apparently new wet and wild thing at Sydney, something like that. Anyway, so they're just like, there's this new theme park open and tickets are only open for one day. It's like tomorrow, okay? You'd run around today just going, guys, the theme park's near, get your tickets, now's the chance, go get them, you've got to get there, okay? That's just what's happening here with the kingdom of God. Okay, listen up. They're going around saying, the kingdom of God is near, now's the time, get in. Don't miss out. That's what Jesus wanted them to say. Okay? So now we know what to say. So we're going to get our 72. Do we remember our pairs? It was you guys. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you guys, you guys. Now we know what to say. We go to houses. We're going to tell them, chance to be in God's kingdoms here. Okay? No. Okay? Shh. This isn't telling us what to do. It's telling us what Jesus did. Okay? It's important to know. So again, why should we care? He's talking to other people. Okay? Again, this is similar to us today. Okay? The kingdom of God is still near. Now is still the time to make it into God's kingdom. We've got so many friends who are not going to be in the kingdom with us. Tell them about Jesus while there's still time. Jesus tells these people, heaps of people need to hear about Jesus, but not everyone's hearing about it. Now's the time to make it into heaven. So what does Jesus want them to do about it? Look at verse 3. This is the last thing I want to show you. Verse 3, Jesus says, go. Jesus tells them, go. Jesus wants them to go and tell people about Jesus. He wants them to go and tell people about God's kingdom. So let's do it. Where's my 72? We're going to go. No, this is not what we should do but what Jesus did, okay? Remember that when you're reading the Bible. Who's it talking to? But with us today on the Central Coast, we should still go. 
Yeah? The harvest is plenty for us. The workers are few. No one's telling people about Jesus, but everyone needs to hear about it. We should go. Go and tell people. The time for people to make it into God's kingdom is here. Go. Go and tell people about Jesus. Do it. I hope you guys are getting this. Because you need to do whatever it takes to tell people about Jesus. Now. Let's chat for a second. <laughs> Give me a nod if you find it heaps weird talking to your friends about Jesus. Yeah, just a nod. Just a nod's good. Give me a nod if you find it really awkward talking to your friends about Jesus. Yeah, we're getting a lot of consensus, okay? Now let's imagine this scenario. Imagine one of your friends or family who doesn't know about Jesus, okay? Imagine them. Got them. Okay, cool. Now you could talk to them but it'd be really weird, okay? Ask yourself this. Is it worth it? Is it worth it if that person could spend forever in heaven? Is it worth looking weird if that person could be saved from hell and go to God's kingdom? Is it worth it? We all know the answer. Of course it's worth it. It's heaps worth it. So go and tell them. Go tell them about Jesus. Like, imagine you're in the library, okay? You just went to a public library, and there was a fire, okay? Yeah, shock. Books, it just, it all just go up in flames so quickly. But anyway, there's a fire in the library. Now, what you're going to do is you're going to run around telling everyone, there's a fire, get out, and everyone will think you're weird, and they'll go, shh, it's a library. Okay? but you've got to look weird, okay? Because you need to get those people out of there. It's worth it, okay? You need to get those people out so they can survive. It's worth it, all right? Tell people about Jesus. Someone could be saved from hell and spend eternity in heaven. It's heaps worth it. You'll feel uncomfortable, but that's just part of following Jesus. If Jesus is your king, he's going to ask you to do stuff that's uncomfortable. That's kind of what you've got to do. I want to show you guys how worth it is. Leaders, I'm going to need your participation now. Give me a show of hands, how many of you became a Christian from year seven and up? Leaders. Okay, cool. How many of you, keep your hand up, if you became a Christian because in some way, somebody told you about Jesus? Now look around. This is the majority of leaders right now. And it's awesome. These guys, you can put your hands down, heard about Jesus because somebody decided it was worth it. They decided it's going to be weird, it's going to be awkward, but it's worth it. And now these people are going to God's kingdom. They're going to heaven because someone decided it was worth it. So go. I'm going to stand back up. Chat's done. Okay, let me tell you how you should respond to God's word tonight. Okay, to what, what we've seen Jesus been doing in here. If you're not a Christian, this is what you need to do. You need Jesus. The kingdom of God is near. Now is the chance to make it into God's kingdom. Don't miss out. Okay? You need Jesus. Find out about him. Ask about him. Ask us about him. Ask your friends. Ask someone about Jesus' death. You'll be amazed at Jesus' death. Okay? Ask someone. You need to trust in Jesus. If you are a Christian, you need to go. 
You need to go and tell people about Jesus. Now, you can do this in heaps of ways. You can go tell your family about Jesus. You can, you can go overseas and tell people about Jesus. You can go tell your friends about Jesus at school or footy or wherever else. But make sure you go. Okay? Don't waste your time. School is the best chance you'll get to tell people about Jesus. You're with the same people every day. You get to talk to them all the time. Don't waste that time. Tell them about Jesus. Wherever it is, get into the harvest, be a worker. Tell people about Jesus. It's the best thing you can do. I'm going to pray. Pray with me. Father, thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you that we can be in your kingdom if we trust in him. Thank you heaps that he died for us. I pray for myself and for everyone in here that we can go and tell people about Jesus. I pray that we can tell many people about Jesus because it's worth it. Please help us to do that. Amen.